Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. It's 1134. We'll get an update from the open a little bit later. Next week is SEC Media Days, Big 12 Media Days going on this week. And yesterday, Mike Gundy took a little bit of a shot at his uh, colleagues who were headed out to the SEC. Get thoughts on that and other things from CBSSports.com's Barrett Salee. What do you say, Barrett? Oh, I'm doing well, guys. How are y'all? We're great. Good. We're great. How do you, I think you look good with a mullet, Barrett. I think you should consider that. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I will definitely not do that. Okay, just checking. So, Mike Gundy having a little fun with his colleagues yesterday and, you know, talking about why are they here. There, I don't think there's any real competitive advantage, and I'm sure it was all tongue-in-cheek from him yesterday, but uh, it is kind of an awkward thing. Again, it's like uh, it's like your wife is leaving you, but you have to live in the house there for another year or two. Yeah, and it's not surprising. Of all the people that are going to make take shots, I would imagine Mike Gundy is one of them because he's in a position where he can do that. You know, he's um, he's been in the conference for so long. He understands the dynamics of it. He probably feels jaded. Not probably. I'm sure he definitely feels jaded uh, with all that's gone on. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fully on board with him taking some shots. Why not? And it's talking season. That's what we're here for, right? If it wasn't, um, if it was not. If there weren't shots like this, is it really media day? Because it doesn't feel like it. Good point. I'm I'm looking forward to next week, too, with SEC. Um, Wes mentioned the B word earlier, and I was not anticipating hearing that. Baylor, as a potential candidate to make a uh, a deep run. Certainly, Aranda had a great year last year as their head coach, and they were a lot better than many people anticipated. What? uh, Any thoughts on the Big 12? Well, I think it's going to be – very deep, and I think it might be the most entertaining conference uh, in the country this year. You know, what you saw five teams get first place votes in the preseason media poll. Uh, you know, so I think Baylor is, is is set to, I think, follow the same sort of path. I like the way Dave Aranda has, you know, constructed that program. Uh, you know, Blake Saban getting the starting job, allowing Jerry Bohannon to, to go somewhere else early, I think is something that uh, can really help that program. Their front seven is just loaded. So I, I'm excited to see Baylor. I know folks don't want to hear about Texas, but the offense is going to be awesome. Uh, we don't know what the defense is going to be, but the offense is going to be awesome. Uh, you know, Oklahoma, we'll see what Dylan Gabriel is. So, I, there's just so much intrigue. I could see, you know, if you, if you gave me the top six teams in that conference mm-hmm. and said make a case for them to be Big 12 champions, I think I can make a, a, a pretty legit case for all six. That includes Iowa State? That, I would be stretching with Iowa State, but the defense certainly can help. They were pick sixth. I'm just saying Baylor, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, Kansas State, and Iowa State. What's going on in Manhattan? I had no idea they were that good. Adrian Martinez, man, and a good running game. They're, I mean, Kansas State's going to be fun. Um you know, again, it would be a stretch to make a case for Kansas State, but I could probably make a pretty decent one. Okay. It sounds like the commissioner, I like kind of what he said, the Big 12 commissioner, and it's about moving on and controlling what you can control. And uh, I don't know, it almost sounded like to me, Texas OU, you can leave whenever you want to. We're ready to move on without you. Is that what you got? Yeah, I kind of got that sense as well. Uh, you know, I think. Yorkman is still trying, to, or Yormark is still trying to, I guess, figure out how to address this stuff. I mean, he said yesterday that 
he's always had a, a passion for college athletics. I'm not necessarily sure this was the passion he was thinking of when he got a job as the commissioner. So I think for, for him, relying on the people who have gone through this before, pulling that realignment notebook off the shelf and uh, understanding exactly what the conference has had to deal with over the last 12 years is something that he needs to do. And it did sound like he was pretty much open to anything. And I think that's the way you kind of have to go about it because obviously the, the, the 40 teams come in uh, next year and beyond that, you know, saying they're open for business is an open-ended invitation. And he even said, I don't know if you guys saw this, but he said during, during his one-on-one on the ESPN desk that uh, he has received calls from countless schools from around the country. I mean, that to me, uh, it, around the country is different than a lot of different schools, right? Stating around the country suggests that there's a lot of, of jockeying going on, not just from the Pac-12 schools, but also maybe some AAC schools. And I mean, ACC is a little overblown, but there's there's a lot going on. And I'm, I'm glad he's he said that he's open for business because clearly it's a recognition that something's got to be done. Uh, you mentioned Adrian Martinez, and I just I didn't say anything about it because I didn't want to sound stupider than usual. I didn't realize that he had transferred, I guess, because it was around the holidays. It happened over December, and I was not paying attention to Adrian Martinez nor Kansas State football. So you obviously are of the opinion, or some people are, that he's going to be better there than he was in Nebraska. Yeah. You know, sometimes guys just need a fresh start, right? Like, it was kind of unfair that Andy was dealt, you know, kind of being Scott Frost, not kind of, being Scott Frost's handpicked guy coming over when Scott got the job from UCF. The first call was Adrian Martinez, starting quarterback right out of the gate. He he was in a situation where, unless he contended for the Heisman Trophy, it, he was probably going to be a little bit of a letdown. He was sort of in the same uh, boat with Bo Nix at Auburn, right? Yeah. For For – Slightly different reasons, but, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're kind of being asked to do too much. And um, he's, he wasn't bad. I mean, Adrian Martinez has never been bad. He hasn't been a star. But, you know, taking that pressure off of him, putting him in Kansas State in, in an offense and with a coaching staff that has developed quarterbacks for the NFL consistently, it might be what he needs to finally follow through with not necessarily all the hype that followed him to Nebraska because that's almost impossible, but – um, the recruiting hype that did make him a highly sought after recruit. Okay, that makes sense. Before we dive into the SEC and what your expectations and hopes are for next week, let me ask you something that's more important. Have you been able to identify at CBSSports.com which one of Zach Wilson's mom's friends he was hooking up with? No, <laughs> no, I have not. But I mean, my my mind exactly when that happened mentally, it was Stifler's mom <laughs> with the song Stacy's mom in the background. Yes. Yes. Like, I don't know if that dates me. It no. probably does. Not to our but, listeners. Uh, you're, you're right in our wheelhouse. That's probably fine. But see, and here's the thing. If it does date me, young kids, you need to go watch American Pie. Yes. And you like, also need to learn every not... word of Genuine's Pony, too, to bear its yes, liking. Yeah. But here's the thing. If, if you call me a boomer for, for making a Steve Stifler's mom reference, young kids listening, that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. That's a good point. You're doing life the wrong way. That's exactly right. <laughs> Uh, Barrett Salee joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. All the things that are fit to speak of from CBSSports.com. So next week, uh, and I saw Nick Saban sort of jumped in the uh, the mix a little bit early. It seems like this is pretty common where there's uh, a comment made early and then we follow that up, among other things. What are, what are your expectations for next week? What, is the, what are the storylines? Uh, well, you know, I'm writing that story right now. It's going to go up tomorrow. Um, 
you know, I think, unfortunately, the administrative stuff, minimums and lightness transfer portal, stuff like that's going to be big. Obviously, with what, um, you know, the Big 12 sort of leading everything off, Greg's going to be asked a lot about, um, you know, realignment in the wake of USC and UCLA. I think on the field, though, you know, the new coaches, Napier and, and Kelly, um, the, the guys on the hot seat, specifically Brian Harson, you know, not a lot of people yeah. outside of the, the local beat at Auburn have had a chance to ask him about what went down last, uh, last February. So, uh, that's going to be big. Can Georgia sustain success? You know, what can Bryce Young do for an encore? Um, you know, all those things are really interesting. And then the quarterback situations, you know, you look across the, the SEC, th- th- whether it's a quarterback battle, um, a potential star dark horse, or the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, there are just ultra-intriguing quarterback storylines essentially across the board. And I'm excited to talk to the coaches and, you know, for the players, the quarterbacks who are there, um, you know, them as well on, on how, you know, the, how this whole season might shake out because there's, there's, it's going to be a fun year. Where will LSU be picked by the media and where will they end up, do you think? I think they will get picked four. Um, and I say that because I, I'm sorry, fifth. Okay. Because I say that because Auburn is going to be below them and Mississippi State is going to be below them, although – I can see LSU filling in that hole at five, six, and seven, and in a lot of ballots. So I think they're going to be picked. What, what, what's the state and, and Auburn? Sorry, you're breaking up for a second. What's what's success for Kelly in his first year? A bowl game? More than that? Uh, I would say bowl game. Yeah, just because the schedule's tough and the roster is not as deep as it needs to be. Development hasn't been there. It's hard to get 85 guys going in one direction in one offseason, especially with a team that was as fractured as, as LSU. And, you know, I, I would say bowl game is, is fine. You know, it, it's not what LSU fans want, and that, I, I get that. But if that's where it is, okay, that's fine. You know, I think moving forward, um, you know, I wouldn't say you're a lot of mulligan here because you still have to compete. But a bowl game, if they, if they make a bowl game, then they're all right. There were some reports, some talk of the SEC being done, not taking any more teams, and we're not going to expand anymore. Do you buy that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I can certainly see that that being the uh, the case. I, I think um, with with where the SEC stands, I, I, every everybody's got a standing invitation in Notre Dame, right? Like that just exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if Notre Dame takes this sweet time, then and then joins the Big Ten. Does the SEC have to respond to that? Because the Big Ten would just get another team. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. They've got the golden goose. Um, do they have to go after Florida State or Clemson? They don't have to. I mean, they have to find uh, a team that brings at least $100 million worth of value to the conference. And outside of Notre Dame, I don't know if that team exists right now. Hmm. So um, it might get to a point where conferences are just adding teams for the sake of adding them. But right now, I mean, I'm not to say that won't be what happens. It might. But right now, uh, based on what we've seen so far, just USC and UCLA and then potentially the Big 12 being the aggressor, neither of those two things right now really necessitate expanding in the SEC. Barrett, safe travels. You'll have to make do without John Neighbors. He's not going to make it this year. And I hope that you guys have a <laughs> great time this year. But, well, uh, safe travels nine miles down the road. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask if you liked it being in Atlanta. I'm going to assume that that's probably okay for you. Or maybe you like going somewhere else. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I love Hoover. I mean, there's no doubt I love Hoover. I, to me, it, uh, 
there are benefits and drawbacks to both. Um, you know, being, you know, I don't know if you guys know, on the road, like especially with kids, when you go on the road to like a hotel, that's great because you actually get to sleep, right? Before it was like, oh, I'm going out of town, party, whatever. As a grown man with adults, it's like, oh, I get to sleep by myself for like 10 hours? Let's go. <laughs> um, but but now, uh, now that it's here, I don't get that chance. Yeah. Well, sorry about that. You can't talk your wife into letting you get a hotel up the road, huh? Uh, I would not go over well. No. You can try to have that conversation with her. I would fully, uh, you know, if you want to do that, go ahead. No, but, I don't want to. I, don't, I got not gonna fly I already got enough women who hate me, buddy. I don't need any more on the list. I'm fine. <laughs> but thanks for your help. Well, have fun next week. Uh, we'll be tuned in. We appreciate it. All right. Thank All you. Right, thanks. We'll get Barrett Salee on a recap the following week from CBSSports.com.